Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. It's a challenge to live this life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just the typical everyday? Sponsored by Hookster Creek Ministries, our show unpacks the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas that most of us could work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend and I'll introduce you to some of mine when we engage in a coffee chat about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday child of the King. I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Welcome to the Red River Podcast. I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and we have a fun episode in store for you today. With the new year coming so soon, are you thinking about new goals or even habits? What do you plan on doing in 2023? Our guest today is Mike Brennan who created a daily creative habit. When he started small, he focused more on the process and not the product first. He gives us tips on how to find joy when we start with a daily creative habit. Mike Brennan is a creator and communicator telling stories on pages and stages. His childhood dream was to be a cartoon, but when he realized that wasn't possible, he became the next best thing, an artist. Mike loves sharing experiences and making connections through his art and helping fellow frustrated artists and creatives establish a daily creative habit of their own. I can't wait for you to meet Mike and allow him to unpack for us today on how to create a daily habit, a daily creative habit for the new year. So grab a pen and paper with your favorite cup And let's dive into my chat with Mike Brennan. Hey, Mike, I'm so glad you came and joined me on the Red River Podcast. It is such an honor to have you. Well, thank you, Candice. I mean, this is really a pleasure. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, Mike, you have been doing some really creative things, especially on social media. But before we even start talking about that, I'd love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and how daily creative habits even began. Yes. So I will try to be as succinct as possible uh, (laughs) because it's a little bit of a long story. But uh, as far as who I am, kind of what I do, uh, I kind of say that I am a creator and communicator that tells stories on pages and stages. And what does that mean? Well, on the creator side, my background is graphic design. So I went to art school when I was younger and went into the field of graphic design and worked in many different types of agencies around the New York area. And um, today I continue to do a lot of graphic design and as well as illustration. And I do live sketching of events as well. So there's a lot on, you know, the visual art side, basically in the creating category. Uh, I do some other things as well as like uh, some podcasting and some other things that fall into creation. But also on the communication side, uh, I speak and I also share about my journey in a group that I have called Daily Creative Habit. And basically whatever forms that I can get into to be able to share about my experience of really growing up, being in love with art, um, following this path until hitting a wall and some kind of the wheels came off and I had a 10 year gap where I didn't do any art whatsoever. And then kind of coming back to it because of some mental health um, struggles. And it was a way for me to kind of get back to that place of this is really who I am and I've been created to be 
and trying to figure out what does that look like now on the other side of these struggles. So um, that's kind of the the short version of, <laughs> you know, kind of who I am, where what I do and where uh, Daily Creative Habit came from just a little bit. So you did start with Daily Creative Habit by just actually giving yourself challenges, correct? Each and every day to get you back on track. Because I've heard your story a little bit. And that was one of the things that really I gravitated to that you were very intentional with that. Can you kind of speak a little bit on that? Yes. Um, And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because really, for me, daily creative habit was a necessity. Um, It was for my own health, right? It was on my own mental health. It wasn't something where I was like, hey, I think I want to create certain type of art. I think I want to do certain projects. Um, And so the bar was really kind of low because I had left design world, went into full-time ministry for 10 years, um, helped plant a church. There was a lot of things happening where in that 10 year gap, the 10 year period where I didn't do any art whatsoever, even personal art. And that kind of led me to depression uh, and ultimately me having to leave ministry and a long story there, but a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, and just trying to figure out when I have some pieces laying around, just kind of sitting in the dirt going like, where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. Like, how did life get to this place first off? And how do I get out of here? And is it possible even for me to get in touch with this place inside of me that I once had that was, I remember doing my art because it brought me joy. Like when I was a kid, I would create stuff and make things based on cartoon characters and all the things that were filling my world. And then I would give it to somebody else and I would see their face light up. And in that exchange, there was something that came alive inside of me. And so I was like, can I even get back to that place? And not even so much where it includes other people right away, because for me it was can I create just to get back to that place where I start to feel joy, not for a client, not for a committee, not to be paid, but like simple, just the act of creating. Mm -hmm. Is that possible? So in asking those questions, it was, okay, I'm having this situation where I'm struggling from depression and I'm having a hard time showing up even in just energy level. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was a lot of journaling, there was a lot of praying and just kind of, again, sitting in the dirt, honestly, uh, trying to make sense of the pieces. And as I got in touch with this prompting inside of me, really, which I really feel like God was just saying, Hey, you need to get back to your art. Um, it was okay. How do I do this? Mm -hmm. Can I do this? And so boiling down to the, the basics was, can I show up for like, 10, 15 minutes a day, because maybe that's all I can really manage at this point in my life. And I thought to myself, well, if I can do 10 or 15 minutes and do like something in a sketchbook really quick, that's better than nothing. Mm. Right. And maybe this will lead someplace. Maybe it won't. I don't really know, but I'm going to be open-handed with the process, but, but at least show up and do something. And so somebody turned me out this idea of doing a 365 day art making journey, which honestly was intimidating because I'm like, I haven't shown up for the past 10 years. I don't know if I can show up for an entire year every single day and do something. But that was kind of the framework Mm -hmm. that I leaned into and said, okay, uh, I need to break down into smaller bite sizes. So can I do seven days of something, not think about, you know, the whole year or even the whole month. And so 
the very first thing that I did was I got my sketchbook, you know, blew the dust off, got a pen and went to a local Starbucks and drew the Starbucks coffee cup. And it was horrendous. It was so, <laughs> so bad. Um, it was embarrassing, honestly, because I thought to myself, you know, I went to art school and if someone was looking over my shoulder and saw this right now, they'd be like, dude, what happened to you? Like, mm -hmm. that's terrible. And so I really had to sit with this sense of my capacity was diminished mm. and to go, you know what, right now I need to exercise grace with myself because mm -hmm. this is all that I can manage. Right. And it's not always going to be like this. It wasn't always like this. And mm -hmm. so, but for right now, 10 minutes and an awful Starbucks coffee cup drawing is what I could do. Right. And so I wrote day one at the top, closed the book and said, I'm going to come back for day two. And I kept setting myself up for these little, um, just projects within the larger project of a 365 day journey just to see again is this possible what is it that i'm interested in even doing um is it going to get me reconnected with myself in that way again um mm -hmm. all these questions where i was like i don't really know the answers to right but i'm going right. to show up and see what happens you know right right i loved mike how you talked about how you just went and found 10 to 15 minutes on our podcast we talk a lot mm -hmm. about my book awake my soul which is really driven about how to spend time with God, even if it's for 10 to 15 minutes with just your Bible and a prayer journal. And sometimes when we show up and do that, especially if we've not done that in so long, like you said, you hadn't drawn in, you know, years, 10 years. Yeah. yeah, It's been years, but yet you showed up. It was horrible, but you came back and you continued to do the same thing. And that's what I really want us to, I want to encourage our listeners as well. If you're listening and you're also thinking, you know, I love to have a relationship with God, but I don't know how to develop that. That's another way to do this. You know, spending that 10 to 15 minutes with him each and every day. Yeah. Your first time, it may not be great, but if you continue to show up, it will continue to flourish and grow just like your skills with any type of creativity that God has placed on you. He has something incredible ready for you to help design and to, and to thrive in. And so just be mindful of that. Also, Mike, I'd love to talk about your Facebook posts because you do some really inspirational posts on Facebook. Um, and a lot of them are derived and inspired by going for walks. Mm -hmm. Could you share how walking really helps you get those creative juices to flow? Yes. Uh, and, and honestly, that's been more of a recent development. And again, out of necessity, because... Um, you know, last year I went through a divorce and also here in New Jersey where I live, you know, things were still pretty tight as far as lockdown for COVID and um, not being able to see people and things not being opened and all the rest of that. And so it was a very lonely, painful year. And I thought to myself, you know, I really need to just get myself out of my apartment and start moving and start just walking and getting out. And just because I need to, to physically move. Right. Um, and then also, you know, hearing a lot of things about when you start doing that, you know, endorphins kick in and all the other things that are more science related, you know, that go, okay, this is actually going to give you some clarity in your thinking right. and some more creativity. And so right. those were kind of side effects to me showing up. But, but originally it was really just cause I'm like, I need to, to get out and I need mm -hmm. to, to just change some scenery. And I also love being out in nature. Um, and where I live in New Jersey, yes, there is some nature. Um, <laughs> not in the part that looks like the Sopranos. Um, <laughs> Cause everybody's always like Jersey. It, I don't know. It's not all cement. No, no, it's not. No, no, not at all. Um, 
you know, so I got to enjoy some of that stuff. And as I started to do this, I started to realize like, wow, you know what, like, yeah, there's fresh air and there's, you know, me seeing certain wildlife or, or, mm. you know, things in nature, trees and just being in the sun and, and whatnot. Um, but it also gave me time to really be with myself mm-hmm. and be with God and to ask questions as I was walking in kind of an ongoing conversation. And mm-hmm. as I was thinking about things or as I was wrestling with things or as I was kind of praying in and out of things, right. just to be able to have that space mm. where I could listen. And, and sometimes literally I would find myself just sitting down someplace, taking a break. And I would go, God, like, what do you want to say to me right now? And there mm. were so many times when I felt like the Holy Spirit would point out to me, I want you to look up. I want you to notice that eagle that's mm-hmm. flying right now or the bird or whatever was around me. And right. there were things that I felt like I was really saying to me in the moment and saying like, here's a, here's a lesson for you or here's something that an insight I want to give you for your own journey. And mm-hmm. not only for your own journey, but then also for other people um, right. who may also be similarly struggling with some things or needing right. this message. And so um, it, it just became more of a, of a regular rhythm and routine. and the more I paid attention to that, realizing like, I need this as mm. part of my habit and routine because it gives me the ability to set everything else aside, leave the computer and just be in that space. And honestly, sometimes that's that's the key word there, just be. Oh, like yes. we're always doing. Yes. And just to have a place where you can just be mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to like be productive for something. It doesn't need to be like, well, I have to go on my walk because I have to get some kind of download or message or, or thing. I <laughs> right. have to just post, right? It's not right. like, it's not front loaded with any of that. A lot of times that's what happens is when I'm out on these walks, I'm getting inspired because I'm, my, my mind is just in a different place. Mm-hmm. And so I'm more open to receive those things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's so good. I love how you, you don't want it to be a checkbox. Like I, right. I went for my walk, check. No, you went because you knew you needed it, not because you had to. Does yes. that make sense? And mm-hmm. so I, I love how you focus in on that because there's so many times we we get into that routine and we forget just how to enjoy being. Yeah. So that's that was that was a good message. Can you define for me joy? You kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, when you were talking about creating da- daily habits and and finding that joy again, could you mm-hmm. define for me how do, how do you define joy? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of times we think about joy synonymously with happiness, right? Um, but I think the two are very different because for me, like happiness is based on usually circumstances or some kind of outcomes, and we can get kind of tripped up on that because if we base our happiness on something that is outside of our control, which honestly is everything, right? Um, right. A lot of times we're just going like, yeah, this is this is leading me to a place that I'm either depressed or not, not satisfied or, or discouraged or whatever. But joy, I think, is a deeper sense of um, contentment. And I come back to the word be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being. It's, I think there's a piece attached to it that is simply like, when I can just show up how God has wired me to be mm-hmm. and enjoy him and enjoy other people and know that if I, it happens to be something involved with that I'm doing something, mm-hmm. 
I don't think that's a, a I don't think that has to be a component of joy. I but I think when that's there and it's connected to the underlying purposes and um and the and the the desires that God puts in your heart, you know, I think that's when things align more. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's when I experience joy mostly. Um it's it's when I know that there's this rightness right. in me in the things I'm doing in how I'm moving and how God's filling me and using me and how it's affecting other people. Mm, that's good. That's good. So how can our habits help us find that joy when our emotions maybe don't match the, that desire that we have? I think the first thing is awareness, honestly, um, because you can't really address something when you're not aware that it's happening or an issue. Mm. And so for me, a lot of this stuff, like I journal all the time because I think it's important to get things outside of you and get it onto paper or get it outside of you at least so that you can assess what is happening. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What's happening with me really on a deeper level? And once you start doing that, um, you can then start to realize like, okay, there are some things that I need to put into place that can help me So I'm not so caught up on the whims of either A, what's happening with me Mm -hmm. circumstantially or B, what's happening with me emotionally. Mm -hmm. And that was a really hard one for me to deal with, honestly, the emotional end of it, because, you know, I'm an emotional person. Um, I I feel things deeply. That's Mm -hmm. how God created me, which a lot of times is great as an artist because I can create things that, that resonate with people. Right. But on the difficulty side is it's, it just really gets easy to get lost in a sea of emotion a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, I need practices. I need um, these habits as guardrails almost, or as um, things that I can enter where I don't even really have to think about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, last year, um, like I said, it was a really difficult year and I had already established a daily creative habit where I knew I was going to show up. I knew I was going to do certain things at certain time of the day. And I knew what materials I was going to use, like all the particulars that I would normally have to leverage a lot of thinking power for Mm -hmm. that was already in place. And so I could just easily access those things to go, okay, this needs to help me move through this mental state that I'm in right now, these, this narrative that I'm spinning inside my head, I need these practices to help me get away from the false narratives and back to the mm. true narratives. It mm-hmm. gives me a place to work that out. And so it's being aware. And then I think it's figuring out like, what does it look like for you? Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of people I think who I come into contact and they're like, well, I don't, I don't journal. I can't do that. Right. I can't, you know, it doesn't really speak to me. And I'm like, that's totally fine, but just don't use that as a cop out to say, I'm just not even going to engage in that manner at all. Right. Um, Like find out what does resonate with you and lean into that. And then it's honestly, it's, it's making sure that you leverage your time towards that because Mm -hmm. nobody's going to make you do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to show up and go, uh, we're going to block this time out on your calendar and we're going to make sure, (laughs) are you doing it? You know, we're checking up on you. Nobody's going to do that. So you have to prioritize enough for yourself realizing like, okay, this is important for me, my own rhythms, for mm-hmm. how I want to show up in life, mm-hmm. uh, for the things I want to create, for how the things I create are going to impact the lives of the people around me. Like mm-hmm. all those things are all connected and right. it all goes back to like, how are you showing up for yourself in that time? You know, right. It's finding that you have value, mm-hmm. I think, you know, and recognizing that 
you do have value and not only for yourself, but also for others as well. Um, and how are you going to show up for you will also overflow in how you show up for others. Absolutely. And so loving yourself enough to say, this is important. I'm going to move forward in this. Now, what if you can't draw? What if you can't mm-hmm. do any kind of art whatsoever? And you're like, okay, Mike, I hear what you're saying. I want to do, th- I want to create some kind of daily creative habit, but how can I do this? How, how can I find joy in, in doing something that I am not good at? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I hear this all the time um, because most people don't think that they're creative. And even the people who, you know, do feel like they are creative because they've engaged with that part of themselves, mm-hmm. they suffer from comparing themselves to other people who are creative and going, well, I'm not that creative or I'm not yes. that talented, right? So yes. uh, I think we just level the playing field and just say, listen, I, I believe that we're all creative. I think our definition of creativity needs adjustment because mm-hmm. so many times people say, well, I can't draw, I can't paint, I can't play a musical instrument, I can't act, I can't dance, I can't, all the obvious expressions of the quote arts, right? Right, right. Well, creativity is so much bigger than that. Creativity, I believe, it it has more to do with how we see things Mm. and what we do as a result of how we see things. And so that could be the way that somebody decorates their home. Mm. It could be the way that somebody arranges scheduling. It could be balancing, you know, checkbooks and, you know, now not creative in the sense of the legal. I'm just putting that out there. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's organization, it's right. systems. It's right. so much bigger than just us thinking, well, I can't draw, I can't paint, whatever. So I would say, let's all start there. We're mm-hmm. all creative. Now just identify what is your lane? What mm-hmm. is it? The thing that you do that really lights you up the thing that that's, that's tied to how you're wired. Um, And uh, let's figure out what that looks like as far as being creative in that so Mm. that you're bringing your insights, you're bringing the way that you look at things and then letting that affect again, how you do things. And so when we start to do that, I think there's more alignment, there's more clarity. And then what happens is we're not trying to do something that feels like a should, Mm. right? Because we all go through this thing where it's like the gym. Well, I should do this. I know that in the long run, it'll be good for me. Mm-hmm. And I say that I want to do this thing, even if it's a creative thing, right? But honestly, it may not be really aligned with who we are and how we need to show up. And so it becomes a should. And then and then we say, well, I'm going to employ certain systems and practices to try to help me. And then we say either, well, I'm just not disciplined enough or you know, life just happens and then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it just kind of gets jettisoned, right? Uh, and then we feel like a failure. And then we're mm-hmm. like, well, I tried that, but that didn't work. So therefore, yeah, see, I told you I wasn't creative. This doesn't mm-hmm. work, right? <laughs> so right, right. I think identifying that and having that conversation up front is really important because honestly, it's there are practical things that, that I'm going to tell you in a second that are going to be helpful for somebody who wants to establish a daily creative habit. But there also has to be alignment and there has to be a desire in what it is that you're trying to do right. that makes sense. Because again, if it's something that you feel like you should do, honestly, even if you put these practices, you know, these steps in place for the practice, it's not going to uh, feel like it's aligned. And therefore, 
the chances of you actually following through are, are, you know, fewer. Mm-hmm. So right. for me on this journey, as I went through and, and, you know, I got to the end of my year one and I said, okay, great. I did this, right. I showed up every single day. And then I was like, what happens now? Well, I kept going and then I kept going and I kept going. Well, this past year was 10 years of every single day showing up to do a drawing or painting. And what happened in, not only just in the work that I produced, it was showing me that there is a underlying uh, system and there's a journey here that wasn't just for me, but was for other people. And so what I've done is I've, I've identified a few of those things and say, okay, the first thing we need to do is we need to start small. And so starting small for me, again, remember it was 10 minutes, 15 minutes, it was lowering the bar enough where the entry was accessible and mm-hmm. the perfection was put away on the shelf for right now. Right. And mm-hmm. identifying, okay, this is more about the process than it is about the product right mm-hmm. now. And so often we want to judge something according to the product and go, oh, well, I tried this and this was horrible. Like for me, my drawing, oh, this is bad proportions. It's a horrible rendering. The product, if you will, was bad. Therefore, this must not be working. And we want to judge it immediately. It's suspending that to say, lower the bar, give yourself grace. And what is the thing that you can do that would be starting small? What does that look like for you in your context, right? So then once we start to do that, we start to identify that and move into that to go, okay, if it's 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and you know, say I wanna write a book, okay. If it's writing a book, I'm not gonna sit down and just write a book in one setting, right? I'm not even gonna write probably a whole chapter. Um, I'm going to write a little bit at a time. And so for me, okay, I wanna write a book. It's 15 minutes a day. I'm gonna figure out now, where do I do that 15 minutes, right? So the first thing, start small. Second thing is schedule it which I know mm. sounds like the most uncreative thing ever, right? Because most creative people are like, I want to follow the muse. I want to have inspiration. <laughs> it's got to strike. At a certain- you can't schedule the muse at three o'clock on a Wednesday. They're gone. They're, they're busy. They're having coffee with somebody, right? But the truth is, uh, unless we show up at a certain mm-hmm. time, inspiration is not going to come because we're right. not ready. Right. And so it's not waiting for the thing. It's, it's putting together a system that helps us. So scheduling it, even if it's 10, 15 minutes, figuring out in your day, where can you go to show up for that? What does that look like? Is it before people get up in the morning? Is it while everybody goes to bed at night? Is it a lunch, you know, lunch tower time? Is it a commute? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be different for everybody, but it's identifying when can you show up to do the thing that you want to do. And then the third thing is to celebrate your wins. Mm-hmm. And I think this is huge because a lot of times we are so insistent upon trying to get something going and especially because we want to see results um, that we could not pause and say wow i actually did something that i set out to do even if it's really small i actually did this and so for me it was tracking right so i would put together these collages of all the work that i did in a month and then at the end of a year it was all these collages of here's all the images of all the separate you know pieces of work that I did. And I would celebrate and I would say, yes, this is me showing. It's kind of like putting the X on the calendar, right, to, for each day. Um, same kind of concept where there's a visible thing for me to say, yes, I showed up. I put in my 15 minutes. I put in my 10 minutes. And then eventually that grew into, yes, I put in a few hours or whatever. But it was it was marking the moment so that I could celebrate and realizing, like, this is where I've come from this is where I am now. Now, maybe I'm not where I want to be yet, but I can still celebrate 
how far I've come. And I can still celebrate what's happening right now today in this moment. And I think it's really important that we 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 figure that piece out because otherwise we're constantly chasing, we're constantly moving yeah. and striving. And it's it's very easy if we're not tracking something to go, like I know I'm doing stuff, but I don't really know if it's getting me anywhere. I don't really mm-hmm. know if it's producing something that's worth it. And we get all into those head games. And so often we need to realize like, okay, first off, it's really more about establishing the habit in the beginning than it is about the quality of work. The quality of work or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish or do or show up for will come, right? So like just before you were saying, you know, as far as if, if it's praying or reading the Bible or, or connecting with God, this almost the same kind of thing. It's like, we want to judge that on its face value of going, well, the quality isn't there. I'm not having these breakthroughs or these moments where like the, the heavens part and the light shines down and, you know, <laughs> right. Um, but it's like, well, the more that you put yourself in the situation to show up, the greater chances are of you actually having some breakthrough moments and some Mm -hmm. growth, Mm -hmm. um, and not judging it immediately on, well, this didn't happen right now. So therefore this whole process must be wrong, you know? Right. Right. Oh, that's good, Mike. Cause you're right. We, I love how you said it's about the process, not the product. Because so many times I think we do get so focused in on the product and not so much of the process because it's the process that is more of the joy, right? Yeah. It's it you you lose that joy by not in in just being in yes. the process. So yeah. that that's such a good point. And I love how you walked it out for us because so many times people are like, well, how do you start? What do you do? How does this all and the fact that you were able to start from one small piece and continue to grow with that. Um, again, you know, we hear it all the time. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Exactly. And that's and that's what you did. You you helped us go one bite at a time with our creativity. Now, you've shared you've shared a post on on Facebook about the importance of being aware, and you've even talked about today about being aware of our mental health in ways that you found how to maintain your own health. Some of our listeners, it may be hard because we we're going to be airing this during the holiday season and it may be hard for them to find that joy during these moments because maybe they've lost somebody um, and that loved one's not there, or maybe uh, a child of theirs is serving our country and isn't able to come home for the season. Or for some, maybe the fact that just being around family in itself is just stressful. Mm-hmm. Please don't talk about politics while you're in at the <laughs> home with other family members, okay? That, that will help degress that stress. So, but what could you share with them on what help, what could help them find that daily creative habit to inspire them with that joy? And why is it important for them to start now? before the holiday season even gets here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I think there's a couple of pieces to that. And let me just start by saying to like, I'm right there too. Right. So like the holidays this year are certainly going to be a lot different uh, than last year they were too. Uh, And so some of the stuff is still playing out in my own life and I'm having to put a lot of the stuff into practice. So it's not just me coming with, you know, theory and ideas and then some advice that, you know, I read someplace. Um, This is always from a place of my own experiences and my learnings. And as I continue to do, 
even in real time. So I, I think it's important first off to, to have these things in place in advance as far as a, a daily creative habit. You know, for me, like I said, when, when my divorce happened, my daily creative habit was already happening for a while. And so there was a system that I could easily rely on and enter into. Um, so it wasn't so taxing because I didn't have the energy level. I didn't have the ability to think about so many different things um, as far as starting something and getting into something that was going to be helpful, let alone doing something that was actually going to produce some kind of work that would make me feel the joy that I was hoping it would. Right. And so I think it's, you know, it's, it's the, the, always the thing starting something before you need it. Right. Um, unfortunately, most of us are, we live our lives in such a way like we don't go to the doctor until there's an issue or a problem. Right. <laughs> um, that's why we're going to the doctor. Right. Uh, right. And yes. so it's always reactive. And if we can learn just even a little bit to start to do something, you know, beforehand, before we need something, then we can certainly benefit. Um, and I think, again, if it goes back to, is it really aligned with who we are and how we want to show up and seeing the value in the process um, as well as some potential outcomes. And, you know, when I'm in those places, uh, honestly, that are just difficult uh, as far as mental health and as we approach holidays, um, it's, it's really key to keep tabs on the, the narrative that is happening internally um, and you know, for me, that looks like journaling a lot and just talking with some other people in my life to make sure that I'm not spiraling out in a way that is not helpful and is not true, honestly, a lot of times. Right. And countering that also with going, okay, I know that when I can show up and make things and be creative and also like make it about other people, mm -hmm. then it's so much more beneficial, not only to myself, but other people, right? Like other people are blessed. And so it's hard to get out of your own way a lot of times. And it's hard to navigate a lot of emotional and quite honestly, serious issues that a lot of times we're facing, especially during the holidays. Right. But I think the more that we try to engage with that and the more we look for those opportunities to make it about somebody else and not ourselves, um, and not in a way that's like, hey, I'm not acknowledging my own feelings and processing and getting some healing. Like, I'm not saying that at all. All right. Um, but I am saying let's not get stuck in a place where we just spiral out of control and let everything kind of take us down. And I believe that daily creative habits can help us keep things in check because there is that habit of showing mm -hmm. up every day and looking for something to create, looking for something to engage with that's bigger than ourselves. Right. Right. Absolutely. So recently I went to church with my daughter at, up in tech because that's where she goes is Texas tech. And, um, the pastor said, we live where we dwell. Mm -hmm. And so where are you dwelling? I guess would be my question for those who are listening. Where are you dwelling? Are you dwelling in like, like Mike said, in that pit? Or are you choosing to climb out of that pit and live above that and find ways to be aware of what's going on with yourself, making a daily habit for yourself to find that joy of being creative? And then how are you pouring back into somebody else? Because if we are focused in so much so and we're dwelling on ourselves, it is hard. 
it is hard to get out of that pit. But when we start realizing that there are people out there that we can serve and we can love and we can do all the things, then all of a sudden we start feeling better about who we are as a person and how we can also help them. Yeah. Move forward. Can, I, can I add one more thing too? Um, yeah. This is something that, that I've been thinking about a lot lately too, is, you know, my experience in the church also has been one that where I've been fortunate enough to be in environments that have always said, you know, be honest with God, right? Mm -hmm. Because obviously he knows everything anyway. And I think with that comes sometimes, okay, I have this freedom to just be able to show up and, and express to God the things that are really going on in my heart and in my life and the struggles and, and this. sometimes it's easy to fall into this pattern where even our praying turns mm -hmm. into this reinforcing of this narrative. Yes. Right. And so yes. where we're going, Hey, I'm really struggling with this. I'm really, you know, God, when, you know, how long, Oh Lord, how long, right? Like we want to mm -hmm. identify with Psalms. We want to identify with all these scriptures. And, and, and I think it's good and healthy to a certain extent that we do that so that we realize, yes, okay, God does understand and he does care. And there is that sense of, um, you know, being able to have the freedom to, to come before God as you really are. But I think a lot of times we, where we mess things up is we just like, I have prayer journals where I reinforce the same narrative over and over again of being stuck, mm -hmm. of being um, just going like, uh, how are things going to change? Like, when are things going to change? And not taking ownership over certain parts of my journey and not stepping up to have agency over some things where I'm like, you know what, like, actually, like God is like, Hey, I've given you things I've, mm -hmm. I've equipped you and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm giving you a mind to think and don't keep rehearsing the same thing over and over and over again, because then you're just, you're never going to get out of that. And it's going to be years and years. And it's always going to be the same story of, of lack and need and of right. scarcity and all those things. And so um, I think that's another thing we need to be mindful of is making sure that we're not reinforcing that narrative, even as we're praying, you know? Yes. Yes. That's such a good point. Absolutely. And I think so many times, one of the things that helps me get out of doing that, because I do it, I do the same thing. If you look at my prayer journals, you'll see that there are, there are instances where I am continuing to pray over the same thing over and over again. And I feel like I'm stuck. And what has helped me is put on praise and worship music because it, it takes my eyes off of me and what I have lacking and reminds me of who he is and what he lacks none of. He is all abundant. He is bigger than my worries. He is bigger than my problems. And that I can rely on him to be faithful to who he is and who he says he is and, and be there when I need him. I love how you talked about the Psalms because um, Psalms 23 right now has been my Psalm where, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And what I love in David's prayers when he gets there is he actually claims who God is every time. If you read his prayers, he definitely, he laments, he gets angry. He, he even asks for people to die. Like he is so, he shares his heart in those dark places, but he always comes back with who his God is and reminds himself of, of who he trusts, who, where his trust lies in, which is him alone. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you talk about that, Mike. Just don't stay there. Don't stay in that same prayer over and over again. Start focusing in on who who is it that you're praying to and what kind of power does he have and claim it because you are a child of the king. Mike, I know 
there's going to be so many people that are going to be listening to this episode and they're going to go, wow, I want to know more about Mike. I want to know about more about daily creative habits. Can you share with our people how they can become your peeps? And also, yeah. I loved how you talk about in your in your daily subscription, your email su- subscription, you actually do something special for your your email subscribers. Can you share a little bit with our guys about all of that? Yes, yes. So first off, uh, if you go to dailycreativehabit.com, that is really the hub where you can get uh, the newsletter that you were just referring to and also a free Facebook group that's private. Uh, the Facebook group is comprised of people who really have various creative expressions. So some like to write, there's a lot of visual artists in there because that's what you know I am primarily and that's what I have attracted earlier on. But uh, there are also creative entrepreneurs. There are people in there who are basically saying like, I wanna show up more consistently for my creativity and craft. And I think being in an environment where other people want that too, can be really beneficial. And so I always champion community over competition and just say, hey, you know what? Like we're all in process on this stuff. And I may be a little further ahead in some things. And this is just the place where I'm saying, let's gather. And I'm willing to share the things that I've experienced because I really believe that like when, when somebody creates, when we create, like we're all creating, we all win. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's figuring out what does that look like for you? And it's, that's a great place to do it, uh, to ask questions and answer questions. And then as far as the, the email newsletter, um, yeah, I mean, I started this because I was like, it's it's not enough just to have this this private Facebook group. Um, I really want to be able to deliver things to people right in their inbox. And I know like there's some eye rolling happening probably of like, oh man, <laughs> more email. Like I get it. I totally get it. Believe me. But when there's something that's valuable uh, and helpful for us, we don't mind getting that in our inbox. And so that's my hope is that this is something that's a resource for people that helps them engage with their own creativity and not just another thing to either delete or unsubscribe to. Um, (laughs) and so practically speaking, I share in this email, it's, it's twice a week. It's uh, right now it comes out on Mondays and Fridays and there's the weekly edition and then the weekend edition. And I, just give people prompts, uh, daily prompts that are in this, you know, uh, newsletter that say, listen, it doesn't matter what your creative expression is. Here's something to just get you thinking. Here's something practical that you can do. Even sometimes it may seem like it's silly and I'll call that out. I'll say, listen, I get it. I know again, again, there's eye rolling, right? I know there's whining, there's moaning. I can hear it. Um, as people are reading this, right. But I'm like, listen, if you're willing to do something that you've never done before, you have greater chance to achieve results that you've never achieved before. And so even if it's something silly, engage with it, see where it goes, be curious, right? Um, so I'm, I'm providing those things and providing some links to some people who are uh, either offering services or products that help people create. And then I'm also giving people uh, a window into my own creativity and my own journey is going, here's the things that I've learned. Here's the things I'm learning in real time and taking you on the journey with me. And so um, all those things, again, are free and it's at dailycreativehabit.com. Fantastic. And guys, I want you to go check out Mike on Facebook as well, because he always posts some really creative artwork and with a little caption that just kind of makes you pause and think as well after you see it. I also want to encourage you guys. He's also on, um, what is that called? TikTok? Oh, yes. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's also on TikTok with little with little uh, things that he gives 
everybody with those little nuggets of wisdom, which I love. So I just want you guys to check him out, become his peeps, look, get, show him some love. And just remember, friends, when you say yes and everything else that comes with that is God's. So go ahead, step out. He's right there with you. Thanks so much for being with us today. I had so much fun today chatting with our guests, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found it useful and you were thinking about someone who might need to hear it as well, will you share the wealth? Yep, that's right. Maybe that's the one way God is asking you to live that missional lifestyle today by telling someone about our episode. Maybe nobody's coming to mind, but you're wanting to help. Would you write a short review? Your review invites others to listen in. See, there are easy steps to living that missional lifestyle. If you're interested in learning how Hooks to Crook Ministries makes an impact globally, check us out on hookstocrook.com. Again, that's hooks with the number two, crook.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, your yes to God is your success. How it impacts the world, well, that's it. So continue living that missional lifestyle as an everyday child of the kingdom. Till next time.